Episode 62 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic the manager go round. John Jeffrey talked the revolving doors of management so far this season. John, what's happening, brother? Well, in the red corner we had from Bavaria, the pride of Stuttgart at six foot four, Jurgen Norbert Klopp. In the blue corner, <laughs> we had the saint from San, San Sebastian, Mikel Arteta, a mere five foot nine. This was not a heavyweight contest, and it had the exact result you'd expect. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday was the biannual Busting Balls Derby. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure Jeff does not want to discuss this. <laughs> you know, but he's going to have to. <laughs> well, we're getting a weird echo here. You know, we had a good first half. Uh, I will say this. Yeah, yeah. the second half was some bullshit. But... You know, Aaron Ramsdale can't do everything on the pitch, and there are ten other guys that were ten other guys on the pitch, and they were just letting the side down. Yeah, I think the tactics just did not work out yesterday. I mean, the first half, the first half, I particularly, the space they closed all the space. It was beautiful. You know, you saw Ramsdale giving it the big one after a few saves because he was excellent yesterday. Although he does seem to treat the ball like a bar of soap at times. Oof. Yeah, um, he, he, yeah, he did kind of bobble that a couple of times, and uh, yeah, we're kind of lucky it wasn't more, honestly. Yeah, and absolutely. But um, you know, once um, Mikel Arteta tried to pick a fight with Jurgen Klopp, <laughs> yeah, it only went one way. Well, now wait a minute. Okay, hold on. Now, was that the case? Because from all accounts, even from Klopp, is that he was just even though. Arteta was getting upset. Klopp took it upon himself to get in Arteta's face. Yeah, Arteta was up and angry and giving it some at, you know, he not getting a decision on, Ma- uh, I think it was Mane. Against um, uh, Tomiyasu, yes. Yeah, an aerial challenge. And, and then Klopp, you know, just gave him a bit of a mouthful. And then, yeah, and they both got, they both got a booking, which was hugely funny. <laughs> because, you know, you, you go, if you're Mike Mikel Arteta's size, I, I like that he didn't back down, but, you know, 
look at the size of Jurgen Klopp, man. <laughs> he's, he's not going to, you know, it, it's, it's almost like a metaphor between the teams that, you know, isn't it? it? It's the big guy against the little guy trying to have a swing. I, I'm just imagining, you know, Mikel Arteta trying to come at him and Klopp just holding him, you know. So it, it's like your cartoons, you know, let me at him, let me at him. Oh, and, you Jesus know. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it, it, it was just kind of shocking more than anything that that happened. I mean, it's like, I mean, Arteta, okay, yeah, he gets animated. Klopp is one of the more chill managers in football. Yeah, it, although it gets to certain points and he will react, you know. Can, can, can I say something else about Jurgen Klopp? You can say whatever you like about Jurgen Klopp, but remember, I have your address and there is a hitman on his way if it's bad. <laughs> Hey, John? Yo. Your mom, okay? That's all I got to say. <laughs> Your mom. Um, no, the thing about Jurgen Klopp, um, I don't care if they're just empty frames. He just needs to put the glasses back on, man, because I'm telling you, that face just does not look right anymore. No, I, I, I am 100% with you on that. Absolutely. It's, it, it, it's, it's unsettling, honestly. It is unsettling without the glasses. It's like, you know, it, it's like it, it takes away like a certain symmetry to it. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, like they say. Like the uncapped valley of Klopp. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's a good uh, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But Jurgen, man, just I don't, again, if they're empty frames, if they're gimmick glasses, I don't care. Just put something on the. Just put something over your eyes, man, because... You sunglasses. Just go around in sunglasses in the depth of the winter. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? You know, I was, I was still kind of upset that when my son... When, we, when, we, when, you know, I visited England and we were together in Leeds and my, yeah. and my sunglasses broke. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I went to go... I, I wanted to buy another pair and I couldn't because apparently sunglasses are a seasonal item in Britain. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, what was it? it's September, so everyone's going, no. And, and it's September in the north of England, which is not renowned for its sunlight hours. Okay, but, I mean... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sunglasses, man. I mean, you can find them any... You can find them all, at all times in, in this country. I mean, anywhere you go. Even in the dead of winter, you can find sunglasses. Yeah, it, it, so, it, I mean, it's the UK. We just expect it to rain, you know. Right, but I mean, okay, but also too, they help with the glare against snow, you know, sunlight hitting snow. Oh, yeah, helps with absolutely. the glare, you know. Come on. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, I was, I was kind of snippy about that. So what? I, I just want a pair of sunglasses, man. You know, <laughs> I can't get them. No, the seasonal, mate. What? <laughs> you what? <laughs> no, the seasonal, mate. <laughs> Yorkshire. Uh, yeah, not. No, not- yeah. London. <laughs> uh, you're right. My bad. <laughs> if we have any Yorkshire listeners, I do apologise. Um, the Czech accent and for my frankly pathetic Yorkshire accent. There. <laughs> well, let's see what other sides of uh, let, let's see what other sides of uh, England we can we can slander uh, today. <laughs> All of them, frankly. <laughs> the West Midlands. You're next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where my dad's from. You can take it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we have. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of. There's been a lot happening in football, mostly on the side of changing managers. Uh, but that's our main topic. So uh, we have to move on now. Um, we, we, we 
back to all this later. Yeah, we will get back to all this later. But uh, hey, we just had an international period again. Oh yeah, and um, we we have um, some. Well, let, let's face it, the moment of the international period there had to be Portugal conceding a, an injury time goal to miss out on automatic qualification for the World Cup. Oof. Oh my word! Hey, you know what? <laughs> Italy missed out on it too. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was beautiful. Yeah, we, being we, held by Northern Ireland, which we, is a great result for Northern Ireland. We but, are. Wow looking at another possible World Cup without Italy. Nah, it, that's just unreal, isn't it? That is shocking. How, you know, how can you be you know, the European champions and play so well over that, you know, over that summer and Italy, you know, with a bad, with, with, you know, the draws are a semi-final and a final on one leg of each. One bad draw could have Italy, you know, could sort of pit Italy versus Portugal here mm, mm, to, mm, to make the World Cup. My God, you know that 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 is some qualifier. Boy, well, you know what? That 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 may not be the wildest thing that's going on in in, in this international period. Have you seen who currently leads the Concacaf table? I have not had a look at that yet. Is it Canada though? It is, is Canada. It, it is Canada. Canada. Yes, I remember a friend mentioned it. I was like, no, that's not happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, Mexico, two losses on the trot. Uh, losses away in Cincinnati and in Edmonton. When was the last time Mexico lost two qualifiers on the trot? Because I cannot think it's happened very often. It's been a while. It has been a while. But yeah, that that is shy. now they're still in third, which means they're still automatically qualifying. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But uh, and you'd, still, you'd yeah, and, and and there's still qualifiers to go up until March, which kind of makes me ill, if you ask me. But you know, since you know they completely jacked up the football calendar. Yeah, I, I'm right with you on that. <laughs> For the for this uh, for this sham of a World Cup, you know another well, I, talk another talk about having the World Cup every two years. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, absolutely. And the players have come out against it. I think Wenger was one of the ones who was a proponent of it. And yeah, which, Cup- which I can't understand why Arson of all people would be in favor of this, other than you know the people who pay him are <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and it, it's a year today to the kickoff of the next World Cup as we record. Oh my. Well, we are uh, one year away. Been, yeah. Jesus. Which, in honesty, it doesn't seem that long since the last World Cup, and I'm just going, wow. Well, that's because t- that's because time has also it has simultaneously stopped, and you know, T- time has taken a, a smoking break here oh, boy. <laughs> for the last year and a half. But yeah, um, yeah, Italy not qual- automatically qualifying. But let's l- let's look who else are in the playoffs: uh, Poland and Scotland. Hey, 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 hey! No, Poland, what? Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. Wales, Wales. Who? Who are exactly. they? See? <laughs> the team with a home draw. The team who held the number one team in the world to a draw this week came from behind to do it too. Yeah, never. Let, let's mention it's their reserves and plus Kevin De Bruyne. You know, we're not going to say that, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Belgium is going to be hanging on to their number one ranking very much longer. To be quite honest, I think maybe their their window may have passed. 
they have a very old side. I think it finishes with the next World Cup pretty much because all the good play, all the players that came through with that youth system are hitting thirty plus. You know, maybe you got Lukaku who's got a, good, a few years more, but you know, um, the, the younger Torgan Hazard will have a couple years more, but they are not the star players. I mean, yeah, we talk about the winners closing. You know, talk about Aiden Hazard at Real Madrid. My God, boy, he's a man who has. There's not so much fall off the radar, just plummeted off a cliff on off it. You know, you know, know, there's something to be said. We need to actually have a conversation about this whole idea of a golden generation because it seems like a lot of times so-called golden generations never actually come up with the goods. No, absolutely. absolutely. It's a lot of hype and it's very rare that, you know, it's a pre-prepared media line, isn't it, really? Um, I suppose you can say France's current team, would they describe as the golden generation? Because, you know, you can say you've got your Mbappe, your Pogba, etc. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean but I, I never saw that attached to France, really, despite the fact, you know, they only went, they had a brilliant young team and went and won the World Cup. It was Belgium, you know, Belgium was seen as this team with a golden generation. Yeah, th- th- yeah, that's what I'm getting at. And, of course, you know, yeah. England back in the, the early 2000s, you know, that, that squad... And they and, and they won nothing. <laughs> they didn't and, even come close to it. They they got to a quarterfinal at most. Which, yeah, they you know, were yeah they were a quarterfinal side, which is yeah. which makes the job that you know Gareth Southgate has done all that much more amazing. But the fact Absolutely. that they keep improving on that year on year, or you know yeah. tournament on tournament, I should say. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, you're talking. They went, you know, <laughs> in. England had one semi-final and one final in, oh God, however many years of international football before Gareth Southgate came along, and you know he's doubled that essentially, which is, you know, we, we can we can say talk all we like about the limits of Gareth Southgate, the limits of England. He has done a hell of a job there, and you know, I suppose, you know, I know they only played uh, weaker sides this week, but my God, they did exactly what you you'd expect them to do. Yeah, pretty Harry much. Kane, Frank Bully. Lord Kane of Brexitshire, the flat track buddy, as we'll call him. <laughs> Fucking Spurs today. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, even they have to win once or twice a season. Well, you know what? We're still ahead of them, so ha-ha. Exactly. And long may it continue. Yeah, actually, we're two places ahead of them, too, oddly enough. But, uh, yeah, um, I mean, again, we... God, there's so much Premier League stuff I want to talk about, but a lot of it has to do with their manager changes, and we're, we're we have to say that for the the main topic. Well, yeah, I mean, we, the thing we're looking at is that in the Premier League this season, we've already had six managerial changes, and that's more than they were in the whole of last season. I know that, so and, it's, and, and, but it's also you know the caliber of clubs that are changing their managers too. But again. We will get into that here <laughs> during, during yeah. our main topic. So, I mean, uh, let, let, let's uh, move on to North America for a minute. Um, Chicago Red Stars had a 1-0 halftime lead in the NWSL final against Washington Spirit. Yeah, they didn't hang on to that. Washington Spirit are your NWSL champions for 2021, uh, beating Chicago Red Stars 2-1. Um, given that they were one of the clubs at the center of the whole sex harassment scandal, uh, maybe it, that it's just as well that they were the, the winners. 
Uh, yeah, bit of karma, maybe. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I was just... You know, with, with, with Red Stars having lost Sam Kerr to Chelsea last year, and to be able to make it to, you know, the finals... I mean, this is the second final in three years, too, I'll point out. That, that's a good record. <laughs> you keep turning up, and you're going to get something eventually. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't be mad about that. But uh, I'm just, yeah, I, am I a little disappointed? Yeah, but, you know, what, what are you going to do, you know? It's, you, you can't do much with it, but it's, it's, you'll take it when anything that comes up. Yeah, I mean, no, it's good, and you know, and you know, it just would have been nice to to see Chicago dominating women's professional sports because you know the Chicago Sky, you know the the Chicago Sky, uh, be you know won the WNBA uh, last yeah. month. So you know, yeah. it just it just would have been cool to see. But you know, <laughs> we could, but you know, hey, you know who's still top of the women's Super League, of course. Would that potentially be the Arsenal women's side, the pound for pound, the greatest club side in world football? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that because. Uh... <laughs> but uh, yeah, it would be. Uh, yeah, two second half goals uh, from Vivian Miedema and uh, and uh, Katie McCabe. A penalty. Yeah. Uh, put 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 Man U women to the sword. Yeah, that picked you up after a, a, a kind of a disappointing result last week, didn't it? It did, but I mean, it was great that you know Spurs women still have not beat us, at least in the Fop Mob era, where where they're tracking these stats. But um, yeah, Arsenal women uh, still they're they're only a one point ahead of Chelsea women, but uh, I think everybody thought Chelsea women were going to walk this somehow, and uh, yeah, so far yep. we're coming up good. Um, yeah, I think we ought to mention as well um, Augsburg this week as well. If oh. we shift over a little bit. Oh, are you talking about in the Bundesliga? Bundesliga and the Bundesliga, where they on Friday night beat the current league leaders Bayern München two one. Oh yes, and Borussia Dortmund capitalized for once. They actually capitalized, beating Stuttgart two one. So they are a mere point behind Bayern now. Yeah, it's good to see Marco Royce back in the uh, back in the headlines. You know, thirty two. Uh, so while we're talking Bundesliga, if I told you, uh, if I gave you Hoffenheim versus Leipzig, who would you think would win that one? Well, you'd kind of go with you'd go with Leipzig, obviously, but. Any given Saturday, I guess you know. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen for uh, for that didn't happen for Leipzig. They were beaten two uh, nil by Hoff at by Hoffenheim. Uh, meanwhile, Greuther Furt are really screwed. Borussia Mönchengladbach beating them four nil. Yeah, they, they are a long way clear at the bottom. There. I think they are. They have one point. I, I think we've got to be looking at the Bundesliga records for futility here because yeah. they just look out of their depth in this one. Yeah, you know, you're, you're talking a side that has one win is eight points clear of you. My God. Yeah, that, that's not good. Yeah, zero wins, one draw, eleven losses so far. Uh, Berlin derby took place on Saturday. 
It certainly did, yes. And uh, once again, can I just say I am still pleasantly surprised that Union Berlin is is higher up the table than Hertha. And Hertha is the more established uh, Bundesliga side. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. Uh, and fair, fair play to you. Yeah, Union keep, Union keep delivering at, at, at their level, you know? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's okay. Ex ex Liverpool uh, youth player here, Taiwo Awonyi, <laughs> with a goal, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is he over? Is he over at uh, at Union? He is over at Union. Yes, he was on loan. I think I think it's permanent, but don't quote me on that one. I'd have to look it up. Wow. Tony, you, you know the Bundesliga do, does produce some. Even though they, they say that the Bundesliga is not a bigger league, but you know what? They, they, it, it does produce goals. It really does. Oh, it's a it's a good league to watch, though. You know, I I know, <laughs> I know. You can say the same side wins it every fucking year, but that happens occasionally. You know, <laughs> Serie A any smaller because Juve won it for a decade. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Syria. Ah, I have like you know, but you know, again, it's um, I mean, hell, Syria are getting on to you know CBS now, you know, on, on regular CBS. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah, and and we had some humdingers with the league leaders in Syria this weekend as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Laviola beat AC Milan four three. Oh man, what a game! <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then today you had Inter beating Napoli three two as well. Yeah, that was a fun. I, I did see some of that. That was a fun game. Ah, uh, then uh, I, I I was uh, over at my folks, so it was it was simply on the uh, Premier League for me today. Just you know the usual City winning and then nah, Spurs. Yeah, um, yeah that that was a fun time. So yeah, if you look at Syria A right now, Napoli, um. Napoli and AC Milan both losers yesterday or this weekend. Inter in third, Atalanta, who had a five-two whooping of Spezia. Um, uh, yeah, Atalanta the, in fourth. Yeah, Atalanta and Inter a bit out on their own. You know, Atalanta four points clear of um, Lazio, Fiorentina, and Juve. Yeah, and, <laughs> that, and hey, how is Jose Mourinho's Roma doing? Um, not great. <laughs> Oh, oh man, you you love to see it, don't you? They, <laughs> yeah, they are, they are currently in a draw with. Uh, they are currently, as we speak, in a draw with. Uh, a nil nil draw at Genoa, but uh, yeah, not but, looking uh, good. Not looking good <laughs> over. It. You know, I, I did hear a theory. Yeah, that Jose Mourinho was was gonna. Once the whole Newcastle thing started, that Jose Mourinho was going to start tanking at Roma intentionally so he could get fired. So he can get hit another payoff. Yeah, it's right. that's that right. Still unlike him. <laughs> uh, possibly the smartest man in football? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make your money, you make your money there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, he knows how to get the bag. We We all know that. We all know that. He, he may not stay at a job very long. It may be a temporary situation, but he knows how to get that money. So, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in Spain, yeah, Real Madrid uh, look to be running away with it. Although we still have a few clubs here that have games in hand. I'm guessing for COVID reasons or, or other reasons, maybe international. 
many um, reasons. But I mean, we it could be that uh, Real Sociedad take the lead back tonight. But yeah, but I mean, Real still has a game in hand. Yeah, Real Sociedad currently yeah. in a nil-nil with Valencia. So yeah, and uh, and we we should mention, and I think we we can probably put this on the new manager carousel, but Barcelona with a win over Espanyol. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's another derby match, the Cat- Catalonia derby. Yep, and but uh, interesting to see Xavi get a result first time out. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes because you know, frankly, they're down in six and they need those results. I know they've got a game in hand here on. Uh, so Shadan and Betis above them, but <laughs> they they are, yeah, struggling right now. Still. Yeah, well, well, we'll we'll talk about that, you know, again, main topic. Later, <laughs> that again Absolutely. in the main topic. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, Major League Soccer playoffs are going on, and I couldn't even tell you who's in them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not paying attention? <laughs> I really am not paying attention to to Major League <laughs> Soccer right now. Uh, right now, it, it seems like it's um, yeah. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you who's in there. Okay, uh, Seattle, Real Salt Lake, uh, Sporting Kansas City, Portland Timbers, Minnesota United, Colorado Rapids. Oh God, a cronky team. Jesus. Well, you know, a cronky team doing well is not something we're used to. Uh, yeah, but again, you know, it's does he care is is the real question. <laughs> does it affect his bottom line is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. So uh yeah. Um you know what? That's kind of all I got right now. Yeah, I think that's all we, all we need to go with. It's uh, I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun in the second half here because we need we need some time. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, we we we're, we we got to break down some things here. So yeah, this is going to be a probably one of the quicker news uh, segments we've ever done on this show. But yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else really. So it's maybe maybe we should just move on. What do you say? Let's just do it. I think we move on. Let's do it. All right. Coming up, today's topic, the manager go-around. John Jeffrey talked the revolving doors of management so far this season. Please stay tuned. second half of the 62nd episode of the Bustin' Balls podcast. Tonight, for your entertainment, we are talking the managerial merry-go-round, which has been in full swing these past few weeks. Ooh, it, it, yeah, yeah no, nobody's pulled the brass ring yet, and it has just kept going. 
Yeah, it, it's like I said in the first half here. Last last summer in the Premiership or last season, you had four managerial changes all year. This year, we have just had the first international break, and we are up to six already. No, second, Man. second international break. Second international break here, but still six. Pardon me. Nearly yeah. a third division year. Yeah. Th- uh, well, I mean, where where do we even begin? Do we start, you know, with the biggest one so far? I, I think we have to start with Ole Goner Solskjaer. Yeah, he 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 yeah he he he's a goner. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, let's not say it hasn't been coming because any Manchester United manager. When the, when they frankly lose five nil at home to Liverpool, two nil at home to City, and then four one away to Watford, and frankly the only reason the Liverpool and and City defeats were that close were that the the other two teams just stopped playing after an hour to save their energy, you know, it's for 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 more important games, yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, um, but. You can see this was not necessarily a change they were thinking of making because they have no plans for a current manager. It's I mean, Man United. I think we talked about this before, but they have issues that go way, way deeper than Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And I just, I do genuinely, even as a Liverpool fan, feel quite sorry for him because you know. This is a guy who is part of probably the club's greatest achievement, you know, that 99 treble season. Yeah. And you know, and he, he, by all accounts, he seems to be a really nice guy. And, you know, he was, you know, he, he's, he's up against Klopp, <laughs> Tuchel and <laughs> Guardiola. My God, no, you know, even the best manager struggle there. But you put a relative novice here who has, you know, who's, who's he won, admittedly, he won the Norwegian League with Mulder. But he got relegated with Cardiff over here. So you're going, yeah, if it wasn't for the connections, he would not have been there. If it wasn't for an absolutely, frankly, random fluke of a win in Paris, he probably wouldn't have had the job. They they do not appear to have any sort of plan. And, you know, this club, Ronaldo, basically, they just opportunistically signed him for no good reason. When... You look at that side, a side which has to sit deep because the keeper does not come off his line because Harry Maguire is slow, and you know, and and you've got already got Bruno Fernandez who does not do much pressing. You put Ronaldo on top of that. That that side, it frankly, it's a miracle that, that Solskjaer got the results he did for me because there is no shape to that side. There is no reason, rhyme or reason to it. It is. A mess of a and, and my God, the worst thing of it all could be that whole thing is wasting Jardin Sancho. Apparently, they want to retrain him as a right wing back. Why the hell do you want to do that? Look what he is, what he was last year in the Bundesliga. Well, what well, he has what he's been, yes. Yeah. Like, why, you, why would you want to re, retrain a player like that when you spend all that time and energy? Remember, they, they failed to get him... In the previous mm. season. Yeah, they, they've been chasing him. They should have a plan thing, but they do not appear to have any sort of plan. It's, you know, th- this side, it's, it's you know, it, any side is a jigsaw put together, and they just appear to be buying, like, one piece from 60, you know, 
40, 30 or 40 different jigsaws and expecting him to put a coherent picture together. It is not going to happen. Yeah, it, it just seems like that there is a dis, there, there was definitely a disorganization to how Man U were handling biz this year. And yeah, despite you know some idiot on this program saying, "Hey, maybe we should be shouldn't be looking past Man United once they uh bought Ronaldo, you know, the likes of Ronaldo and Varane." <coughs> um don't want to name names or nothing. But um <laughs> Yeah, man, you have just not been good, and I, you know, in some respects, you have to wonder how Ole lasted this long. Yeah, and I mean, yesterday after that match was incredible because you know he took the players over to basically apologise to United fans who'd made the trip down, which was good. And where was Ronaldo in the friggin' dressing room already? demanding to his age through his agent that Louis Enrique gets the job and you're going what the fuck what <laughs> what apparently he he was you know he he abandoned the rest of the team and just headed to the dressing room for it by himself and i don't know if you saw the post match interviews yesterday de gea i don't think i've seen a post match interview like it with a professional player at the, at that level particularly you know, we go we don't know what to do with the ball we don't know how to play we don't know what we're doing essentially that is have a nice olive going to that's a, that's a lost dressing room right there you know it's I, I, it's basically they threw him under the bus yesterday after that well i mean they weren't certainly weren't going to throw themselves under the bus oh no not at all there's a lot of uh, the thing I'm looking at with United is there is a lot of uh, covering their own asses here, you know? Yeah. They are looking to save their own hides. And that is not a good sign. You need someone in there who can pull that dressing room together. You need a friggin' miracle worker in there, frankly, because with the egos and with, you know, with, the, with those players who don't necessarily fit together... I genuinely don't see how um, an incoming manager is going to hold United together to anything like what they expect for a good few years. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, I, I I swore Man U was going to be better than this, and it just has not worked out. And not at all. You know, I, I just got to. I mean, you, you also got to look at you know some of the other things that have gone on too, like you know. Losing the the Europa League final against uh, against Villarreal. Yes, that yeah. that was an odd managerial performance as well because I don't he don't think he made any substitutions till right at the end, did he? If if I remember rightly, uh, you know I don't recall, but I, I do know that it, it went down to eleven men on penalties, and the only one who you know missed a penalty was David de Gea. Yeah, yeah. which it, it, that that's almost just a random. Loss, you know, you 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 can plan as much you like, take all the penalties you like, but if it's coming down to the keepers taking penalties, it, it's just it's it, it's little details at that point. I, and I never got the impression you had so any any idea with the little details. But you know, you, you're talking Man United, twelve. You, we're twelve games into the season here. They're twelve points off off the top already, you know, and they're, they're, they're eight points off Liverpool here after twelve games with a negative goal difference. Yeah, 
insane. I mean, really, that that could sum it up. Just you know, Watford four, Man United one. You know that that could sum up the whole reason why he was let go yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely. It's something of a something of a freak scoring given two of the goals were injury time. You know, then when the game was gone, they were chasing it. Fair enough. Right. But the other thing Man United have is that they have. And, and again, as, as someone who's who went through the '90s and the 2000s with Liverpool, when the talk was at the boot room, they, they're talking this thing called the United Way. You know, real fans are going, "Oh, we play young players. We you know we play attacking football." Don't talk shit, man, because you know Alex Ferguson did what he could to win games. He didn't care how he won games. He was quite happy to sit back at time, play on the counter. United, they they seem to have fallen into this sort of false impression of themselves and it just isn't healthy for a club yeah I, I, yeah i've noticed that about the pittsburgh steelers too for just for an example because you know they, they, they put that that you know that sign up over the locker room the standard is the standard well, what's the fucking standard you know it's like what what, what is it now? <laughs> say what what if your standard's just this low bar you're right exactly well you know you this is the yeah well I mean we I mean this isn't an NFL podcast and you know I could go on for ages but you know the the fact of the matter is yeah I mean when you talk about playing the United way or, or playing a certain way it's like okay but what if it's not working <laughs> yeah what what's your alternative what are you gonna do yeah it's you you can tell all the stories you want. You know, it's almost like they're a metaphor for our current government. You can tell all the stories you want to all the people you want and get them all happy. But sooner or later, you have to do the work to deliver it. And I'm sure Solskjaer was working his heart with ass off to do it. Yeah, but, I, know, yeah, I don't deny that he was dedicated to the club. Yeah, but, but everyone else in that whole club just seems not to be doing their job, whether for reasons of incompetence, unsuitedness, or just... Or just plain getting away with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the their idea that they're going to get Zinedine Zidane to replace him, it's like, man, what? Zidane doesn't care. <laughs> no. It, it, and without, Zidane would be coming into a dressing room. He does not speak English very well off the top of my head. You need to have some sort of command of the language there to get your ideas across as a manager. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, he knows like all of one player there. It would be Ronaldo. Yeah. Absolutely. He, I mean, you know, he might know this, but he doesn't know the ins and outs of what he's going to get from them. Frankly, the thing with Solskjaer, he could not rely on players week to week. You know, who, who is at the moment, which United player could you say has had a consistently good season? Maybe De Gea within his, you know, within his limitations, but again, I'm sorry, you, you you look at what the top clubs want from a goalkeeper these days, they would not be looking at David De Gea. They'd be looking, you know, you look, they're looking at um, um, Alisson, they're looking at Emerson here at, at uh, City. They're looking at, play, at proactive keepers who will come out and cut out for, they will cut chances out higher at the field. David De Gea makes a lot of spectacular saves, but he would have to make a lot fewer of them if he actually ever left his line, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Raphael Brown's had a decent season, but again, in, in and out with injuries. He's been okay. He's not been of the maybe the stand he was at Real Madrid, and you wouldn't necessarily expect it. Um, and aside from that, you're just talking 
I forgot he's about Veron. I forgot about Veron, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> he's it, they've been up in that and yeah, it it's let's face it, they are a club for whom the phrase hot mess was invented here. Yeah. I mean but I mean let, let's not perseverate on United because they're hardly the only one that has had managerial changes going on. Um yeah, well, well we should say they've got Michael Carrick as apparently caretaker manager until they can find a good caretaker manager or until they can appoint someone at the end of the season, maybe and you're going Good God. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. I think man, you maybe just need to consider just writing this this one off, you know. Yeah, D- just do as well as you can, get what you can out of it, and come again, you know. But yeah, yeah, is it? We we should come to clubs who have who have been more decisive with their actions here, uh, yeah, with the managerial changes. Yeah, like let's talk Tottenham Hotspur for a minute. Yeah, again, who who's they looked at? Who the best available manager was? And made a decisive move for him. I, yeah, I, I, but but also, but prior to that, they 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 grabbed you know they they had Nuno Espirito Santo to start the season. Yeah, but he was like what seventeenth choice because one through sixteen <laughs> all basically told Daniel Levy where to go. Yeah, it was like did they, did they put a load of names into the hat after they got rejected the tenth time and just went and asked him. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, okay, fine. They finally did get Antonio Conte like they wanted before. I mean, because some circumstances had to have changed. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, look at the names that Spurs were asking for. And they all basically to a man said, yeah, no. So what yeah. does that well, tell yeah. you? You have again. I I think it's going to be. We're going to see it with United as we've come to. It's it's that the the better managers who can pick their jobs and who obviously are the ones who will be at the top ever's lists. They will be looking at the situation at the club. They will be looking. What have I got available? What you know? What will you back me with? What can you do here? Is this a stable dressing room? Do I want to walk in here? Do I have the authority to you know to boot out the door any player that I want to? And obviously, I, I, you know, um, Daniel Levy must have improved his offer to Conte from the summer because, you know, Conte's there now. They're, they're still not a particularly good side, Spurs. Cause I think they said they went nearly two and a half games without a shot on target. But yeah, again, yeah, they, I saw that. Yes, yeah, two and a half games without that. Yeah, good they, Lord. yeah. But again, they, they, they. I know, I know it's a depleted lead, I say, but. They they found a way to win, which let, let's not be in Spurs have a reputation for not finding ways to win generally. Um, but yeah, that that's the sort of thing thing you need from a chairman. He has to come in and admit when he's got things wrong and when he you know and if he has to pay a little bit more to get things right. Yeah, uh, you know, it may or may not work out. We don't know. I, you know, it's Conte. It's you know, we're, we're talking what? We're already on counting to when he blows up. You know, what, what are we on day one of a <laughs> eighteen months? Say tops. <laughs> yeah, but also you know, let's let's you know also look at you know other clubs too. Norwich City. They sack Daniel Farka after he gets his first win, and they sack him. What? What? Hey, and, and they they've got a hundred percent record with a new manager so far. 
the, and, that one, yeah, and, and that was who is it? Dean Smith, right? Dean Smith, Dean ex, Smith of ex of Aston Villa, <laughs> who just got fired from Aston Villa. Yep, who Villa? went straight to Norwich. And yeah. and quite, I, I believe he is the first manager in Premier League history to face the same opposition with different clubs in two straight matches. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know. Southampton get in the boot. <laughs> Smith has his revenge. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and Villa, Villa went out and got Stevie G from Rangers. Yeah, and gosh, and, I, I I'm heartbroken for Rangers. I, I, let really. me tell you, let me tell you, Jeff was weeping. You will never see so many tears as I as, as I saw over social media from Jeff at this. Admittedly, they were tears of laughter, but you know they can't the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, Rangers can suck it. You know what? Uh, that, that, that's all I really got to say about that. Rangers can suck it. But uh, actually, I forgot uh, to yeah. I forgot to look up if they 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 won today in that uh, League Cup semifinal. No, um, Hibs won. <laughs> oh, well, there's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, got, it, uh, it, it'll be Celtic in in, in the high bees. But yeah, you, you look at it again, again, new manager bounce here, and Villa got a, arrested a five-game losing streak here. Well, Martin Boyle so, with a hat-trick for, for Hibs. A hat-trick? Wow. Yeah, including a penalty. But yeah, um, but yeah, again, a good start to Gerrard with range. And again, um, his press conference, as Jurgen Klopp actually said, <laughs> was very good because... They were trying to make the entire story about, you know, Villa is a stepping stone to Steven Gerrard getting the Liverpool job. And Gerrard is, it strikes me as a very calm, very cool thing for a manager to do, to shut those off. Because, of course, he'd love to manage Liverpool, but it's it's irrelevant if he does a bad job now, because he's going to, you know, he's going to end up maybe taking one step forward to take four or five steps away from it at that point. But no, he's 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 a, you know, and uh, as my dad will always point out, he always liked playing at Villa Park, so <laughs> had a good record there. Yeah. So. So yeah, um, yeah, and again, you look at it, it's it's that it seems to be the internet uh, uh, again. This is what United did not do that the other clubs did. They came into an international break, or they came at a convenient point and went. We need to make a change. So, and yeah. the, and they went, you know, the, the new guy had a day, a week to get his feet under the table to, you know, to get himself settled. Whereas, you know, it, what, what's it, this, uh, you know, yeah, now I've got this, the, it's the, the killer run of, in English football, isn't it? That sort of late November to early January run. So they've got 11, 11, 12 games now in 40 or something days. There, there's no time to sort anything out to put anything together. Yeah, no, there isn't. Which That's, is it's, yeah, which is why they're waiting till now. You know, they're, they're they're doing this now. But also, I mean, look, it, it's kind of worked out. Watford under a new manager, Claudio Ranieri. Ranieri washed Man U. Yeah, um, you know, it's in the beaten five nil at home by Liverpool derby. Um. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, and, and no one, no one ever begrudges Claudio Ranieri a bit of success, do they? Because the you know the guy is he's he's a bit of joy in football. He you know he is he tries to get us out playing good football. He's always upbeat, always positive, and you know, <laughs> frankly, everyone loves that that Leicester tight win because let, let's face it, it partly goes and says Roman suck it for firing me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's you know, all, all, a lot of sides down the bottom have changed their manager already, um, and it, it's just really, really tight from you know from what's it from seventeenth up to, I think to almost to your guys, um, you know, fifth or sixth. It's, it's only four or five points in it, if I'm not mistaken. I'll look it up now. Um, well, I, mean, yeah. I mean, Newcastle even. I mean, New. Oh gosh, Newcastle are continue to be cursed, which you know I'm not yeah. really you know. Uh, that yeah, upset it, about, but you know they hire Eddie Howe and he tests positive for COVID, so he's not even at his first match. No, but again, you look at the talent, some of the talent um, Newcastle got. You, you, frankly, Sam Maximum, and you're going, how did how are Newcastle the only Premier League side without a win right now? I know they've drawn a fair few, but Steve Bruce. You you can see why he's gone. He was always moaning about resources, but you're going. Other clubs have weak, weaker teams, and they're getting better results than you are. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I mean, Steve Bruce. Let's face it, Steve Bruce is not a good manager of football. Not no, he, he's one of those mediocre managers who can you know. I'm sure he he he, he, he will get you to a certain level, but he will he's incapable of getting you beyond that. You, you you might appoint him two years and just go yeah, go go on. And and then you know you you, you know it, it's like a set and forget thing for chairman I'm sure <laughs> unless he gets you relegated but right yeah. <laughs> but Bruce never looked good because you know the, the Newcastle fans loved Rafa you know they loved him basically going up against Ashley <laughs> when he needed to and then you, and Steve Bruce was never ever loved by them and let's face it he's a, he's, a, he's a Sunderland fan. God's sake, he's an excellent Newcastle and an excellent manager. So, yeah, he, he's not going to be particularly. He did okay last year, but what does he bring to a club? You know, I, I can see why they what they they bring Eddie Howe. In. Eddie Howe can get them playing at least playing some attractive football. Maybe get the, maybe get a result or two to get them to the transfer window. But. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, they're hardly the only ones, though, because we all know Barcelona, you know, sacked, uh, you know, Ronald Koeman not too long yeah. ago. They brought in Probably, Xavi. They finally found a way to afford to be able to sack Ronald Koeman. Yeah, by yeah, and convincing Xavi to pay his own separation fee. Yeah, man. Oh that, God. Yeah, it. it... I I yeah. have I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> but Barcelona are like one of those kind of old aristocrats who who open their homes up for tours and you know tart themselves out for it for it you know it, they are they're frankly just an embarrassment aren't they right now with with that separation being that that is cheap mm-hmm. that is exploiting Xavi's you know loyalty to the club just as much as uh, you know you know it exploited Solskjaer's there yeah yeah I, I mean. I, again, I, I feel so sorry for Xavi because, again, he's early in his career. He, he doesn't even have that thing of 
of coming up, like, you know, when, when Guardiola took charge, he'd been in charge of reserves. He knew, at least knew the club. He knew who he had coming through. And he had Leo Messi, obviously. Xavi, I'm just looking at, if, if you can get Barcelona into the Champions League spots with what you've got there, my God, you deserve it. But they just brought back Danny freaking Alves, man. Mm, mm, mm. Danny, Danny Alves, did, did they pick him out of a nursing home or something here? Because, you know, he, he, I just went, didn't he retire like five years ago or something? And he's still going. Unreal. I don't know if it was that long ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, there. This is just. This has definitely been a year of 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 getting managers out of there in the mid season. I mean, okay, Thomas Tuchel was a good hire for Chelsea. Well, he got couldn't them. go back from Lampard. Frankly, let's not be unfair here. Yeah, I mean, how many clubs are actually going to see an improvement? I mean, okay, immediately we can say Norwich, we can say Villa. Yeah, well, uh, on a sound. So one game here. But yeah, not yeah. exactly. Okay, two games for Ranieri, I think. Maybe three. Yeah. It's got to be three because it was, it, or more than that, because, you know, we watched them five not home and then they played a couple of times since. So. Okay, fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, United have an impossible task because they, they maybe waited too long. Yeah. And it's... yeah, and now mm. who, who knows? It, yeah, it, it yeah, it, it's not easy to see who's what they're going to measure success. You know, are you, are you going to measure? I, obviously, I think it's survival will be the, essentially the the benchmark here. But hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they can't even think about top four at this point. I don't think. No, um, and you're looking, you know. The, Top four is what's is there six points off that at the minute, so that is you know and you you might sneak into it with a really good run, but I but again, I, the manager is important. I mean, as a Liverpool fan, you know we 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 kind of revere our managers. You know, much like you know you know Wenger, Ferguson revered for all their uh, all their success. But I'm just looking at the squad, and I'm, I, I just go, yeah, I, I don't care who you bring in, they are going to struggle to get results because it is such a badly set-up team. There is so much potential there, but the big problem, again, is the ego up front. He won't create goal, many goals out of nothing. You know, He will just basically... Take the goals that you know maybe you know Rashford or Greenwood would have scored, or you know or even Cavani. They, it's yeah, I, I I just do not see how you, as you said, they, they might just have to eat this season because I do not see how they get in the Champions League, you know, and unless they manage to win it or the Europa League, which <laughs> stranger things have happened, but. They are not a good side. They are in any way. You know, you know, you have a look at Liverpool, you look at Chelsea, you look at, you know, you even look at Arsenal. They know what they want from players. They know players who will fit their system, you know. So a good example, Ramsdale at, at Arsenal, everyone's going, really? And arguably one of the one of the best keepers of the season so far. 
I, I mean, say. I mean, God knows I was questioning it, but <laughs> oh, oh God, yeah, he, he, everyone was going, Aaron Ramsdale, really? But he's he fits what Arsenal want to do really well. So, you know, cute props for that. But United, I, I, you know, I, I just don't see how they are going to get anywhere this season. Which is a shame, obviously, from my point of view. But uh, there you go. <laughs> it seems like a, it's a big ask. Yeah, absolutely. It's. I mean, if 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 someone comes in to United and gets gets a tune out of them, gets them say into the Champions League or gets a cup or a, you know one of the cups, they're not winning the league this year. It, it, it's one of the great jobs of the season. You know, it, it's put them right in contention match season because they are. It, it's a poorly put together side, who good sides really can take apart. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is that yeah, the, the, it, this is going to also, you know, this is going to ruin continuity for a lot of sides, I think. Uh, but I mean, again. It may be worth the short-term respect, but uh, respect uh, results. But yeah, I, I guess we're gonna see. And United, I, again, I don't think they're gonna. I, I really don't think they're gonna be able to pull a Zinedine Zidane. No, I, you, I think that, I think that's a pipe dream. Yeah, and and I think they're going just offer him more money. Really. Have a look at what you know. Have a look at Zidane's career. Does he need the money? I don't think he does. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll we will see what becomes of all this in the in the very near future. Yeah, and, and all I can say, to is, dude, you screwed our fashion show episode. Show some respect. Time this better next time. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Yeah, we we did we yeah we definitely need to get the we we definitely need to do the fashion show soon. Although, otherwise, we're just gonna have to write it off for the year. Man, <laughs> are going. Oh, we 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 had some great kids lined up here as well. We did. Come on. We did. I mean, we're, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we are definitely gonna have to get to a. Uh... Yeah, we're doing it next time. Come on. <laughs> Live from Milan on the catwalk. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. No, no matter what happens. Yeah, no matter what happens. Yeah, we'll we're, we'll just do it next time. And and I guess we'll, we'll you know, uh, we we don't need to do a Christmas episode this year, do we? I don't think so. I don't think we need. To do it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Let's just let's just. Okay, fine for sure. Next time, the fashion show. Sweet. Will be, but until then, this has been. Episode 62 of the Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You've been listening us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls or the PWOM podcast network, uh, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, John, any last words? I, I'm merely uh, polishing the Busting Balls Derby Trophy for another year. That's all done. Another <laughs> year? Wait, 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 wait. Time out. We still got at least one more, brother. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Bring we'll, it on. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. So, <laughs> all right. Well, until then, we'll it'll be another couple of weeks. Uh, we'll, we 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 promise this time. Finally, the fashion show will be next episode. So until then, it's good night for me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a few weeks. Good night.